Hello everyone and welcome back guys to I think episode 10 of Jamie183MI's The Unnamed Motorsport Podcast. Jamie, can you believe we made it 10 episodes in? I, I don't think we were ever going to make it this far, do you? No, not at all. No, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, that, that goes to show the hype uh, for us this week. But yeah, this weekend of course is the French Grand Prix. Whoa, I think we're all very, very hyped for that. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Actually, I say that. I predicted this was going to be an absolute banger uh, of yeah. a French Grand Prix. So you tune in Sunday, 2 p.m. UK time. It is going to be a worldie of an event. But yeah, before that, though, obviously, we had a break week this weekend. So Jamie and I have decided, you know, we're about a quarter of the way through the calendar now. We're going to go with our early 2022 driver predictions. Now, obviously, we've been sort of discussing it a little bit behind the scenes. We haven't told each other, like, our finalised list uh, just yet, obviously, to sort of keep the suspense going uh, for the video. But I think we're in a bit of an agreement. 2022 isn't probably going to see the biggest shake-up. I think 2023 is going to be the one we're all looking forward to. Would you agree? Yeah, a lot of the seats are confirmed already. Like, you see teams getting earlier and earlier every year. So there's only that can like, change though. Look at Paris last year. Yeah, there's only about eight seats I think that aren't already confirmed. So most of it is going to be drivers under contract, so we can yes. rush through them. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, yeah, obviously, let us know down in the comments below. Obviously, your thoughts and predictions as well. Ready for 2023? We might do another. Uh, sorry, 2022 even. Sorry, I should say we might do another one down the line, sort of as we get towards the back end of the year. Obviously, when pretty much all the seats are confirmed for 2022, we might do a 2023 prediction as well but yeah of course we'll be back next week as well uh for the french gp review but jamie first team then who are you saying at mercedes next year i think this is the probably one of the biggest talking points really like the way that obviously hamilton's going to be one of them i'm fairly certain of that um regardless what happens uh this season but the other one with bottas it's like that's the big talking point is it him or russell we saw it flare up quite a lot in um in imola earlier in the season when they crashed and then I think they've known that this move is going to happen since Sakir last year when Russell was easily as good if not better than Bottas so that is what I've gone for I've gone for Hamilton and Russell which would be a pretty good lineup I think and my will, guy I have Hamilton also gone Hamilton Russell <laughs> it's not Hamilton it will teach Russell a lot sorry I was going to say yeah if, if Russell <laughs> comes in and starts teaching Hamilton I mean you'll probably learn some things from him oh, that's yeah. fair enough like how Google Maps works. Um, never never forget Lewis Hamilton disco- discovering Google Earth as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was always, always iconic. But, yeah, I think there's rumours going around. I think it was Sky Sports Italy were sort of the first ones to come out with it, weren't they? Saying that Hamilton Russell could be confirmed at the British Grand Prix. That, that is a lineup I would love really to cool. see. It would be brilliant to see ready for next year. And I saw a couple of other interesting stats, actually, about it. Hamilton and Bottas now have pretty much, uh, by the end of the year, would have pretty much done exactly the same amount of Grand Prix as Schumacher and Barrichello did at Ferrari. I think yeah. it's ran its course at this point. It always seems crazy because you sort of think that Schumacher-Barrichello era seemed to last forever. Uh, but Bottas and Hamilton pretty much have done the same now. Is kind of mad in my eyes anyway. Yeah, and it also, me- like, Bottas only came in halfway through the the hybrid era. So Mercedes' yeah. dominance has been way longer than Ferrari dominance. Was. Exactly, yeah. It's kind so. of insane isn't it, when you think about it as well. I mean, you look at other sort of long-standing sort of teammate relationships. Obviously, you've got the likes of, I mean, Weber Vettel is always quite a long-standing one that obviously had some contention early on, nothing to the same sort of level as Ferrari did in terms of obviously very, very different uh, driver combination. But yeah, it sort of makes you realise sort of that two to three years is quite common. Anything yeah, longer than that is really like rare. Four. four years is a super long time. Well, I mean, it's going to be five, isn't it, technically? So, yeah, yeah. 
which is, yeah, kind of insane when you think about it as well there. But, yeah, so we're both going Hamilton Russell uh, at Mercedes next year. Let's get into the second one then. Red Bull, who are you saying? I'm going to stick with how it is at the minute. Verstappen Perez. Yeah. Um, obviously, Max has got a contract until his death. Um, so <laughs> he'll be enough. there forever. Yeah. And Perez has been solid enough. Definitely the best of any of Verstappen's teammates since Ricardo um, so far. So pretty sure he's done enough already to keep it. Obviously, he won in Baku last time out. His race pace has been really good. So the way, if he can keep that up and actually work on his quality pace a bit, try and get a bit closer to the front, then he'll be good. And I'm pretty sure that'll retain him. Yes, yeah. And that, I, I also had Verstappen Perez. I really, really um denied whether they put Gasly in. Uh, for two reasons, I don't believe they will. Perez is A, doing a better job anyway. And B, I don't think Helmut Marco is going to admit that he might, he probably should have kept Gasly on a bit better because, I mean, Gasly's absolutely slapping it up at AlphaTauri at the moment oh, still. It is, you're bringing all the propaganda this week. I'm bringing, I'm, bringing, <laughs> I'm bringing a fair bit of Gasly propaganda. I do honestly believe for Gasly, though, there's going to be talks come the end of the year going, if I'm not in a Red Bull for 2023, I'm out. I mean, Alpine are knocking on the yeah. door. Let's be fair. They yeah, just he's are. French. He's, he's much better than Ocon. He is French, Jamie. You're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, no. I think people spend time in Toro Rosso slash AlphaTauri until you're like 25, 26, and then you leave. So yes, yeah. It's, it, is a, it is a junior team at the end of the day. So he's got to get his way out eventually. And exactly. And it's sort of, else. I think it's arguably one of the first times we've sort of seen as well from AlphaTauri that a driver doesn't want to go to Red Bull. They seem to be doing better in the AlphaTauri. Yeah, definitely. But they're probably going to lose him soon enough. And we've seen that with Red Bull before, where they've lost a couple of really good drivers. I mean, we've honestly, we've seen it more with the Mercedes Driver Academy, uh, to be honest. Yeah. And I think unless Mercedes put Russell in for next year, he could be on the move as well. But yeah, this is sort of where like the Driver Academy stuff always gets a bit complicated as well, doesn't it? Of Gasly is such a talent, but... Whether he can, whether he's got the same driving style as Verstappen, completely dictates what Red Bull do with him. Yeah, I don't, I don't see them. Like when I was making this list, even though I'm a Gasly fan, I had no, like I was never close to putting Gasly back in Red Bull. I just don't see it happening. Yeah, like they're way too stubborn for that at Red yeah. Bull. So. Yeah, need yeah. to need to swallow a bit of a pride down at Milton Keynes. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, moving on then. Team number three. Uh, we're going with Ferrari for this one. Ferrari, I think. But they've already confirmed both their drivers. Exactly. So. <laughs> it's going to be science enough. Yeah. Uh, they're both doing a good enough job, I think, as well. It's completely justified uh, that we keep both those guys in ready for next year. Uh, next up then, McLaren. Ricardo Norris. I'm they've pretty certain they're both confirmed. confirmed. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> no surprise there. Uh, Alpine. Who have you gone with with Alpine then? Alpine. Um, Alonso is under contract. Yep. Um, so he's one of the drivers. He's actually done pretty well this season so far, despite being... Uh, like, he, no, he's done, don't, he's done don't, put him under the, don't put him under the Vettel <laughs> umbrella of he's had one or two good races and suddenly he's great. <laughs> you just hate Alonso, that's the thing. <laughs> no, I mean, fair play to him. Baku, he did well. Got lucky with the strategy, but did well, uh, nonetheless. But apart from that, Monaco, we went out in Q1. He's been... Yeah. Apart from Portimao, where Alpine seemed really good sort of out of nowhere, he hasn't been that impressive in my eyes, and that's not even the fact I don't like him. <laughs> Ocon's been quicker, generally. Ocon has been quicker, generally, which exactly. is fair, fair yeah. enough to him. I actually can't remember where I, where I put Ocon. 
And oh, so, no. who you got with Alonso? <laughs> Sorry, I need to fix, fix his list. Real quick. <laughs> Have you messed up your list? Well, I'll, yeah. I'll talk over them whilst you quickly change your list around. I've gone with Alonso and Ocon. Like we said, obviously, Ocon uh, Alonso even is under contract, ready for next year. Uh, Ocon is doing better than him still at the moment. I think Alpine don't want to lose him, partly because he's French, uh, partly because he still can show some pretty good talent a lot of the time as well so i think yeah ocon is probably an alpine for the long term i can see him like we said obviously being there with gasly uh, down the line as well and that being quite a good little sort of french core unit whatever you want to call it uh with them as well there jamie have you decided I, who i've Alonso realized is i'm, I'm absolutely stiffed ocon in this list but you've um, got rid of ocon if you scrapped him from <laughs> f1 we've uh we've got alonso and surprisingly i've gone with guan yujo <laughs> Oh my dearie me! <laughs> He's winning the F two championship. If he For gets top how three, long? If he gets top three and gets super license points, he will be in that Renault next. Will, will he really? The Alpine so next season. they're gonna look at Esteban Ocon, who did really well at Manor, really well at Racing Point, ex Mercedes Junior, and they're gonna go. No, we're gonna pick a guy that can't do on track overtakes. Wow. <laughs> Am I wrong? I think they have an academy for a reason. Their academy is really good. Like, it's stacked in F2. Like, they have an academy so the F2 cars look good. That's about it. That's to... all the benefit I can see. Yeah, that's pretty much. They've got to actually use their academy at some point. And I believe that if Guan Yu can win the championship or get top three, certainly if he wins it, he will be. I love the fact you're saying or get top three because you're so well, top three for the super license points. He, is yeah. quite, he was like 40 points ahead at one point and now it's like six. Yeah, but because he got lucky in the first two weekends. <laughs> Nah, he just likes proper racetracks. So when they're at Silverstone, he's going to smash it. He's going to win all three Grand Prix, is he? At least two of them. Yeah. At least two. At least two of them. <laughs> right. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, moving on then. Team number six, Aston Martin. Yeah, the the most unpredictable team out there. When Vettel's got a contract and Stroll's dad owns the team. Yeah. Um, so that's all sorted. So that one's pretty set. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, the last few though. Uh, Alpha Tauri next up. Alpha Tauri, I've gone same. Yeah. Uh, Snow Snowda Gasly seems fairly certain. Like yep. Snowda's picked it up, arguably. Has he picked it up? I don't know. You've done it but again. You've picked up on the last Grand Prix and built up the hype. He was okay at, at Baku. He did like, well at Baku. Yeah. That's what I mean. He but wasn't, apart from wasn't that. as good as Gasly. I think the car was a bit good. But yeah, but it's good what? down the top end, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. I think he will improve over the season. Obviously, it's like his sixth race he's had. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, and he's still like, he's a day older than me, so he's young. Eh, middle-aged. <laughs> so, middle-aged, yeah. Actually, I can't say that I'm older than you. Yeah, you're like three <laughs> months older than me. <laughs> um, Fair enough. So, yeah, yeah no, I think... Snowder, Snowder Gasly. I think, yeah, it's Gasly, I mean, they could both only be there for sort of like another year. Well, like we said, Snowder hasn't really had sort of that major impact yet, and I'm sort of worried, like, Perez might move what on. Like, crash. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm more worried that... What's going to happen to Sonoda is the same that we've seen with the likes of Gasly and Albon. Is he's going to Perez is going to leave at some point. Sonoda's going to get the call up and then just not deliver at Red Bull and be mm. racing in GT3 cars or whatever that Albon's doing now, which is going to see because Albon is criminally underrated. I think Albon's easily good enough for F1. Yeah, he's just not good enough to be Max Verstappen's teammate. No, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's it's so difficult, isn't it? I mean, again, when we get some break weeks, we'll have to talk about the Red Bull Driver Academy as yeah, well, that's another but... thing. There's no one really waiting in the wings at the minute um, in F2. So I you've mean, got, you've like, got a couple of... I Liam think Lawson most of them, yeah, probably good. need another year in F2, don't they, yeah. really? Jay Anderuva's done all right. Liam Lawson's done quite well. Um, trying to think, who's the 
third. Uh, Yuri Vips. Yuri Vips as well. He seems he looks He'd he looks like good. the likely one. If Gasly went next year to Alpine or whoever, I'd say Yuri Vips so far looks like the one that would get the call up. Yeah, I think so as well. Yeah, that's fair enough then. So next up then, Alfa Romeo. Who are we going with? Uh, I'm actually <laughs> big up Kimi Raikkonen. Is like 400th year in F1. He's going to stay. You've put um, Raikkonen in again. Yes, uh, and the other one I've gone for Callum Eilat, who's the tested reserve driver this year. Right. Giovinazzi is about 45, so yep, he's gone his way out. You've gone Giovinazzi out, have you? Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I then, uh, to change it up a little bit, have gone <laughs> Giovinazzi and Schumacher. Hmm, that's interesting. I could see Schumacher there. The problem is, which I've tried to explain to you before, but you're clearly too ignorant to take notice. No, I know exactly um, what you're trying to say, and I'm going to counter you in just a second. The, the Alfa Romeo team has, has one, one seat, seat, one for, for them, Ferrari. one for Ferrari. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. So I Giovinazzi know, I know. is currently the Ferrari placeholder. Yes. And Raikkonen is the Salva driver. And I completely so, understand what you're saying. However... So how are they going to end up with two... I mean, I suppose Giovinazzi could move to the Salva seat because they like him. I do genuinely believe that's what's going to happen. I believe Giovinazzi is going to be given a year along... So Raikkonen's going to call it... It was Right. I'm going to give you the whole timeline, Jamie. <laughs> Raikkonen, he's going to sit down with Fred Vasseur towards the end of the year and go, look, if you want to stay on another year, that's fine. We're bringing Schumacher and he's getting one of the seats. If you want to stay another year and teach him, go for it. If, on the other hand, you don't, we're going to put Giovinazzi in your seat next year and he can teach Mick everything he needs to know. Raikkonen's going to go, well, I battled his dad a lot on the track uh, and no, I'm calling it quits. Basically, exactly like I've just said. They're, they're not going to give him as many ice creams as he wanted in his contract for next year. <laughs> I think it's going to be the big issue for Kimi. Um, so, yeah, that, that's how I see that going down. Yeah, the thing is, I think if Schumacher's... No, if Raikkonen is given the chance to work with Mick Schumacher, I think he'll probably take it. Really? So... I, can't see, I can see Raikkonen not really caring. He goes, Schumacher, I recognise that name from somewhere. <laughs> can't think where, though. <laughs> yeah, that's Was true. he a guy I used to go to the pub with? Yeah, I don't know. I think Giovinazzi is like pretty one of the worst drivers on the grid. Yes, I completely agree. <laughs> and uh, Kimi's still got a bit more to give, I think. We've been saying this for about six years now. Kimi's got nothing left to give, man, <laughs> honestly. Apart from some funny interviews and far too many... Um, what's the word? Um, Nordic countries to love him for some reason. And then yeah, social the, the introverts Finnish. as well. Not not just nah. the Finns. The we Swedes. love Kimi. He's a good guy. Yeah, he's all right, I suppose. Bless him. And also, you were saying in the the meeting with the Afromeo boss, we're bringing Schumacher in. Oh, sorry, yeah. Miguel Schumacher. Miguel Schumacher. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, uh, before this completely (laughs) derails itself, it certainly is. It's a great (laughs) reference, though. Uh, To anyone that gets that, I'm very, very proud. Moving on, then. Team number nine. We're going to Williams. Jamie, who are you saying? Yeah, have you forgot Williams exist? No, no, I have, I have remembered. Um, I expected Haas first because that's what I've got on my list. Oh, fair enough. I was going off the constructors' championship, but you know. Oh yeah, um, Haas overtook him, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. What eggery? Williams Latifi has a contract. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, so he'll be sticking around. And I've All actually panicked uh, and gone for Esteban Ocon <laughs> because I realised I dropped him from F1 by accident. So right. he's now chilling at Williams. You know, he's still. I believe he's still a Mercedes driver. No, he is um, not. There were rumours earlier in the season of Mercedes looking at him Mercedes again. Mercedes were looking at him again, yeah, but he's not a Mercedes driver anymore. Well, when he'll he... be kicked out for 
the much better Guan Yu Zhou at Alpine, so he's going to end up looking for a seat and end up at Williams. Right. So there we go. Right, fair enough. So you're that's going the Tifi and Ocon. That's a panicked one because I realised yeah. that Ocon got dropped from F1. But I was going to say, what, if it happens, uh, I'll claim it. <laughs> I've gone the Tifi and Bottas. Right. Because I don't see Bottas. You genuinely believe stay. Bottas is going to go from Mercedes to nowhere at all. But why? Why would you stay if you've been driving the fastest car for five years? Why would you go and drive for Williams again? What well, like, did you say that about a lot of drivers though? You could look. At, you could look through history. Not many drivers really leave at the top. Still, normally they're still like a good team. Yeah, but he came back, didn't he? Yeah, but the first time round he left at the top. Yeah, but the first time round doesn't count if he came back. <laughs> <laughs> You've got uh, Mansell. He left at the top. Uh, did Prost he? Left at the did top. Mansell leave at the top? I Rus- thought Rus- he Rus- couldn't fit into a McLaren after he left. Although Mansell left F1 like eight times, didn't he? Mansell won his last full season, didn't he? Did he? I think right. so. Uh, let me let me Google that. Do some research. Yeah, I thought he did one year at McLaren afterwards, and it was a disaster. <laughs> uh, so he won at Williams. Um... Right here we go. Let's have a look. Um... So he drove for Williams in 1992. Obviously, won the world title. If I remember correctly, yep. um, he then rejoined Williams in 1994 during car. Um, then obviously went to McLaren for 1995. Um, couldn't fit in the car to begin with, which <laughs> yeah, is, I remember that. Yep. Um, and didn't he, was that the one who when he booked plane tickets early? No, like that early was plane, no, that was somewhere. Ferrari back in 1989 because yeah. they brought the new semi-automatic gearbox and it just didn't work and then suddenly and survived so the Grand Prix. Yeah. It was going to break down. Yeah. Well, should we yeah, move so on from Nigel Mansell? Mansell, yeah, he chose to retire with two races uh, after just two races with the team. So technically, yeah, he won his last full season but when you keep rage quitting after that <laughs> it's kind of not the same, is it? Mika <laughs> Hakkinen, he left at the top. I'm just disproving your point over and over. Yeah, but he didn't because he didn't win... The, well, if you listen to me, I said a lot of drivers will stay a good team, and then when they've lost a world title, then they'll leave. Well, Bottas never had one to begin with. Yeah, but I just don't see him quitting, fully. Because <laughs> Bottas still deep down believes he's going to be world champion. Well, he's had plenty of chances. Williams will have him back for he, a yeah, year, do you think surely. He's gonna, do you think he's got more chance at Williams or Mercedes? No, I believe he doesn't have a chance anywhere. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's as simple as that. <laughs> Right. Oh, well, I don't like Bottas at all. He's terrible. I so. no, you don't. I'm not a particularly big fan. Like, of he's it. not exactly young. I think he's like 33. He's yeah, he's pretty... not young. Oh, I think he's 31, isn't he? Let me let me have a look. Get get away from Nigel Mansell. Uh, he Bottas is 31. Is... Wow, he's a bit younger than I thought. Actually, fair yes. enough. Yeah, he's not been in F1 that you know long. When Rosberg you think about retired it. at 31, so yeah, but, but he actually went out on top. Rosberg was a like chicken. Um, anyway, let's. this has completely gone off the rails, hasn't it? <laughs> Final well, team then, Jamie. Anyway. Let's try and bring it back a bit. Haas, who are yes. you going with? Nikita Mazepin uh, and Mick Schumacher? Yes. Fair because enough. Schumacher, I haven't moved to Alfa Romeo, so no, he's got exactly. to be here. Exactly. I've gone with Mazepin and Schwartzman. They're going to nice. go full motherland love full down at Haas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or not, no, you can't say Russia in Formula oh, One. What is it? The, the Russian Association Federation or something. Of the world or something, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I've gone with that. I think Ferrari Driver Academy, they're going to want their engines um, still, of course. 
I mean, let's be fair, Hass's days, I think both of us have sort of, in conclusion, are yeah. potentially numbered unless they get bought out by someone. I can see Nikita Especially Mazepin's dad just buying out the team, to be honest, as well. Uh, but obviously, Mazepin Racing or something. I oh, Mazepin Racing, yeah. <laughs> that would be not fun for Formula One. Uh, but yeah, no, so I've gone with Schwartzman and Mazepin there. I can see Mazepin's dad going, ooh, Russia, I like that. I have money there. And going, I'll get another driver in and basically make the car completely Russian flags. Um, yeah. As well, despite it pretty much already being a Russian flag at this stage of the team's life. But there we go then. That is Jamie and I's F1 2022 driver transfer predictions. It went off the rails, rather unsurprisingly. I feel like we say that at the end of every podcast at the yeah. moment, don't we? How it's... many changes have you actually got out of interest? So I've so got like, who's... Schwartzman to Haas, Bottas to Williams, Schumacher to Alfa Romeo... And then Russell to Mercedes. And who's got dropped from F1 if Schwartzman come in? Raikkonen. Giovinazzi. Oh, Raikkonen, yes. Yeah. 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 So the only one I've dropped... Uh, Bottas. Who I dropped? Bottas and someone else. And Giovinazzi. Oh, no, Giovinazzi. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so it, It's not been that mental. You've seen, I've seen worse predictions than this, I think. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you have. We've not gone, uh, we've not gone like Hamilton to Renault and... Um, has someone genuinely put that on YouTube? I, I haven't seen it, but I'd imagine so. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, let us know, like we said, down in the comments below. Obviously, your uh, predictions for 2022. Like we said, as the season starts to wind down, pretty much everything's sort of 2022. We might do one for 2023 as well. There's like a very, very early predictions for next year. But of course, we will be back next Tuesday after the French Grand Prix, obviously, for the GP review as well but thank you all jamie anything to add quickly before we wrap up it's coming home it is coming i was gonna say that as well <laughs> it's coming home oh this is that that sums this podcast up today Raikkonen's out bottas is going home football's coming back as well you love to see it we'll be back next week ready for the french gp review